Yo, episode 80 of the Two Bells Podcast. Damn, you came in wild quick, my nigga. This shit wasn't even done. So, so, you drop before the record drop. Verse start before the record drop. All that shit. Word. You think you did he, nigga? Shit, nigga. Can't stop. Won't stop. Take that, take that. Yo, we're back. Again. Episode 80. Yo, fuck this weather. Podcast blown up like the Samsung 7. Ah! No? All right. Damn. Damn. All right. Damn. It is what it is, man. A nigga lost half a ass cheek to that phone, nigga. I, so I've heard, man. A nigga lost half a ass. The game ass is crazy out here. That's right. The game is crazy. Um, yes, you know, weather's back to normal fall-esque weather. No, it's not that it's back to normal. It's on course. It's on course. To be cold as shit. Um, uh, nigga, I'm okay I, with this weather. Nigga, I brought out the Tims. I don't know why you did that, man. Nigga. I'm ready because yesterday I was not ready. Me, Flash, Akil. Because you are some sort of tank top wearing guy all all summer. Every all summer, just tank top. Yeah, but I carry tank top. Oh yeah, I gave my sweater. Damn it. Yeah. I let Ebony hold my sweater. Listen, I was cold. Sweater stealing season, apparently. I know, right? Um, yeah. Women are back to their old tricks again. So what were you wearing yesterday? I was just wearing like a t-shirt and shorts. And yeah. then we was by, like, a lake, my nigga. It was yeah. brisk. Nigga, you are crazy. Which lake? Nigga, you by a lake? <laughs> yeah, there's a lake by me. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. What's it called? I don't right, never know. Mind. Never mind. I don't know. It don't matter. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like well, that's a little, crazy. a little reservoir. It's a little crazy. It's a little crazy. Yeah. Everyone's wearing... The... You could catch a, one of the one of the legendary trio from Sinnoh. You catch <laughs> one of them niggas by the lake. Everyone's wearing something crazy. Yo, did you hear about this this damn story with the teacher? The sexy teacher mm-hmm. who's getting like, you know, she's got criticized on Twitter. Yeah, shout to Twitter ruining people's lives. You know, as much as we like people people's lives to be ruined via Twitter, you know, you don't want to. First of all, I didn't think what she was wearing was crazy. It's just her body type. It's just her body and type, and like y'all could get over it. Like you, yeah, yeah, dicks get hard. That's great, but. It's it. You shouldn't take away someone's job because you can't control. What well, goes she on didn't you. lose her job. They just reprimanded her. They was like, "Hey, yeah, she got to dress differently." You know, wear that potato sack like we told you, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> she, um, nigga, her body's banging. She probably make that potato sack look sexy. Yeah, I know. Looking like a sexy bag of Idaho. It's crazy. I mean, she can't help it because her body's just naturally yeah. curvy, and she's got a degree, so it's like, what can you fucking do? Yeah, my nigga. But I don't know. I guess I see both sides. I see both sides. I but see it's both like, sides. I had a sexy math teacher, but I did well in that class. Because I... it was like all the clothes are very form fitting, and maybe maybe just clothes just come that way. I don't clothes know. I'm be, not a woman. Yeah, clothes come that way today too. And then when they make things for women, it's like sort of meant to be like. And if she wears jeans, yeah, that's gonna be fat jeans. Yeah. No matter how you wear it, unless you wear some really baggy jeans. But I'm sure, I'm just like, I'm pretty sure her ass still gonna be fat in them jeans too. Like it's gonna be crazy. So it's like, it's just her body type. I don't know. Don't hire her as a fucking teacher. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just do do that if you if it's such a problem. But I don't think it's necessarily a problem where it's like distracting. I think people are just hating because she's like fine, and it's just like her body's ridiculous, and it's like it's just in front of kids, and there's just mad hips and ass and tits going on. Let and, me tell y'all a story. Sure. I had a math teacher in ninth grade, Miss Lewis. Miss Lewis Miss Lewis, Lewis. Miss Lewis, Lewis was beautiful. Sure. She was beautiful. She was single. She was Look like, at these bum ass niggas. Look at them. She was was she um <laughs> what what um ethnicity was she? She was black. She was black? Okay. Right. I think that's where it all started. Ma- must be, man. Must, must be. be. Must Ms. be. Miss Lewis. <laughs> so Miss Lewis 
Miss Lewis had the wagon no matter what she wore. <laughs> so, like, she'd be doing math problems. And I think, I don't know. This I think this is when I fell in love with, like, smart women. Sure. She's a chemical engineer. And, oh, like, shit. she was teaching, like, high school math. That's crazy, right? I mean, nah. She, I've I, seen I, way more corruption in the school system of teachers who shouldn't be teaching things that they are teaching. No, 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 no. She loves to teach. Okay. She loves to teach. She wanted to give back to the community, so she's teaching in Harlem. Sure. But yeah, she's not teaching like she could teach chemistry. Something, yo, something when like I tell you, when I tell you, I was when I tell you every every male paid attention in that class. Mm-hmm. Every male paid attention in that class because they wanted to be sweet on Miss Lewis, son. Of course. I don't think I had. I don't have any sexy teachers off the top in my head that I was just like. I remember there was this recitation professor for psychology that I really was like, yo, you would get it. But she's also very, like, meh. I don't know. Not meh, but just, like, very unkempt. It wasn't, like, sexy, like, you know, Miss Patrice Brown, you know, sexy teacher bae who's wearing all the form-fitting clothes and got reprimanded for that. It wasn't like her. But I was like, yo, of course, yeah. If you, you know. I don't know. She had... get down with the get down. Miss Lewis was a bad thing, man. Oh uh, man. Um, I just remember there was definitely I had one professor, one teacher. Well, I had one teacher with the wagon. Um, junior high school, flash nose too. We were talking about it on Twitter of this teacher named Miss August, and she, her ass was like ginormous, but she was also a ginormous B. Like she was just like. She's just like mad. Stank. She failed everybody. Like she She's failed. Like stank. her her parent teacher conference room was like the club to get into. Like you had to sign in. There was mad people there. Mad frustrated Caribbean parents. What do you mean you ain't do the homework? My, 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 my. Smacking up them kids upside the back of their head. All that other shit. It was just mad. She was just very problematic with an incredibly large ass. And I remember. Um, the music professor was always trying to get in that. He was just like, if you, if you're Yo, like, okay, Mr. Chapman, like, that okay. Was like Mr., that was like Mr. Okay. Robinson. Mr. Robinson was the, like, Mr. Robinson was the U.S. history slash global teacher. Yeah. Slash economics teacher, because they made them all teach this all those three things. <laughs> like, yeah, that shit was mad fucked up. Yeah. But anyway, so he would, he was older too, so he's like 45 mm-hmm. looking at her. And he'd talk to you crazy if he'd seen you in the hallway with a girl. Like, if he was young, he'd just be like... He's like, hey, hey, make sure y'all, y'all both go to class. But he over there, like, jingling his keys, looking at her, like, her ass when she turned around. I'd be like, you ain't shit, old nigga. Yeah, her ass, like... <laughs> he ain't shit. He used to say, like, yo, Miss August would, like, walk by and her ass would go, dong, da, dong, da, dong, like the fatty girl beat from <laughs> um, Ludacris and Keith Murray and LL Cool J. Shout out to y'all kids. Fucking Google, YouTube that shit, because, like, it's apparently not as famous as I thought it was. Well, Fatty Girl? The song Fatty, Fatty Girl? Fatty Girl. Fatty Girl. Girl. Yeah. This I love that shit. Ludacris' verse is, like, top-notch. Nonetheless. Word. You know, sucks to be her, you know. I still love you, Miss Lewis. We're sexy things, yeah. Where, wherever you are. Where, whatever you want. I mean, if you if you got a body, and you got the degree, glasses, if you're qualified. Nigga. Glasses. Glasses. I'm, I think I'm a sucker for glasses, too. Yeah, I'm a sucker for a bitch you can't see. Yeah, I think I'm a sucker I for glasses, too. I love that. Too. Um... I don't know. It's just something about like just very low key about it. Yeah, because it makes you look intelligent. Yeah, makes you look intelligent. You Incredible. know how much we love intelligence. Yeah, worries. Put my meat right on your grill. <laughs> All right, man. Yo, well, you know. Sometimes you gotta keep the filth real. Sometimes. Um. Let's see what else is out here in these streets. Has anything else happened? You said. 
I'm trying to think of anything else Twitter wise. Twitter wise, I feel like we should have a oh Cuddy. Oh, right. you want to get to that now? Yeah, we can get that shit now. All right, let's I get feel to like that a lot of people right want now. us let's to talk to about it, right and now. you know they're gonna want to listen. So, what, say. Uh, what do I? What can I say about <clears> this thing? You know what's the thing about these like headlines? Like, in a larger perspective, I really don't give a shit. Yeah, because it's just Cause like, it's like it's also very fake. Yeah, it's, it's very, very fake and feisty. Like, yeah, niggas will be like, "Oh yeah, I don't fuck with this nigga this week," and then next week there's a there's like a yeah, they back together. Oh, they went out for lunch shit. on Tuesday, talking nice shit. Oh, oh they got Instagram photos. Oh, it's lit. Right, like the rap game is is really. I, I, I said on really, Twitter, it's real fake. Yeah, I said the rap game is like beefs don't really matter long term because nah. they're just like they end up being sort of social media emotional outbursts. That's what yeah, really what they are. Nobody really ends up in a casket anymore. No, yeah, no one ends up like no one's um, killing each other on wax. It really just ends up being memes and Twitter trends and all this other shit. Yeah, it doesn't really go Yo, past if Twitter. You corny as a rapper, like you a corny person, like not Tiger corny, but I'm talking like Drake corny. Mm-hmm. You could flourish. Yeah, you can flourish and have a great long-standing career. Just you don't even have to threaten people. Your fans will make memes, and you will flourish. Right, but it's I don't know. This is I in the in the grand scheme of things, like outside next week. Like I think people are very distraught. This is happening. I don't feel the same way because one Kid Cudi is far from the Kid Cudi that he was a yeah, long time word. ago. When he was working with Kanye West, like pretty much like the last like three releases from him have been like utter garbage. So, and they have the nerve to sell his last album, Speed and Bullet to Heaven, for eighteen ninety nine. I'm just like Jesus fucking Christ. Um, but he's far removed from what it is. And then Kanye West like doesn't entertain beat ent- entertain beefs outside of like Twitter. And, like, rants on his, like, tour shows. Like, he doesn't entertain it outside of that. So, you know, this is going to pretty much end up nowhere. Nonetheless, Kid Cudi decided to go on Twitter and say, I need y'all to I need y'all to know I got so many haters within the industry and these clowns know I'm about to crush their entire existence. Everyone thinks they're so great talking top five and be having 30 people write for songs for them. And then he followed up with, I think he followed up with, um... He says, he definitely said something about Drake. He says, my tweets apply to who they apply to. Yay, Drake, whoever. These niggas don't give a fuck about me. They ain't fucking with me. I've been loyal to those who've been to me. And that I've been loyal to those who haven't been to me. And that ends now. Now I'm your threat. So, yeah, I don't know. He's just very, it's just a moment of getting in his feelings. Mm -hmm. A moment of just like. And. Kanye a very West, impromptu. Hold on, moment, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me. Let, let's t- let's tackle how niggas responded to this. Sure. Kanye's response was to stand on a stage full of in, in a stadium full of millions of people and go. Can we play it? Yeah, go ahead. All right, let's play it. Let's go to the audio. Damn, this shit go hard in the headphones, bruh. Young oh shit, child. we have the store, nigga. Oh shit, we have the fucking St. Pablo tour, nigga. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit, Kanye on the floor, stage, nigga. It's really flowing. Third person. Nigga talking about himself in the third person. Birthed you. Mm. Mm. Don't try to say who I can do songs with. 
Kanye West, master manipulator and asshole. Want to hear the second part of it? Oh, you got a second part? Yeah, there's a second part of it. Hold on. But, yeah, very scathing words in the first half of this entire ordeal, which is hilarious, by the way. Um, Let's see, let's see, let's see. There's a second part. Um, How do you feel like I birthed you? I birthed you. A lot of niggas have said that to a lot of other niggas, but you have never really completely birthed a nigga. I feel like they spent nine months in your ball sack and (laughs) shot out your urethra. I feel like that shit's never happened. He sounded like Diddy firing like one of his artists. That's really what he sounded like. Nah, he sounded like like a lot of niggas I know, right? Because they claim to be niggas that birthed niggas. Never forget that. I'm so hurt. <laughs> I'm so I've hurt. I'm so disrespectful. Like a daddy, nigga. Kid Cut, we two black men in a racist world. Go for the cheap pop. Yeah. I want to skin jeans first. <laughs> I got called Gotta rewatch that Malcolm X movie, huh? Artists, you have Denzel in it. Independent thinkers. Don't never mention my name in a bad manner. None of y'all. <laughs> Yo, the intensity in this nigga's voice. This is the same intensity. That he had with the Sway interview, mm-hmm. where nigga Sway was just talking for like three minutes, and then the nigga just like he spazzed out like Timmy Turner's dad on Dinkelberg and shit. Yeah, or like, no, nah, what's the what's the homeboy with the glasses name? Who'd just be like Fairly Odd Parents? Oh, Crocker. Yeah, he spazzed out like him. He's just like, oh my god, the same intensity, the same vigor, the same all of that, just like a bloodthirsty fucking anger towards this nigga Kid Cudi, like um. I could see that he feels genuinely hurt, but it's also, it's like, you know, and and then now, now here's the question, though. Here's the question. Um, a lot of people are really asking just like, yo, who is, is, is Kanye West really responsible for Kid Cudi in terms of the birth you comment? Is, is Kanye West responsible for Kid Cudi? He's part of shedding light on Kid Cudi, but Kid Cudi was making good music before he was on good Was music. he really, though? Was he really, though? Yeah, I liked his music more. You like um, what's the what's the project he had before he was on officially good mu- good music? It was that mixtape. It was like a kid named Cuddy or something along those lines. A kid named Cuddy, the first man on the moon, I think. No, the first man on the moon was on Good Music. Really? Yeah. Oh damn, I really like that one. All right, well, you know, I think it's a, I think Kid Cuddy. I think they both have a positive influence on each other, but in like I don't know why Shakira came up, but Shakira right. came up when you said Kid Cuddy. <laughs> Well, I, I think mean, I Kid d- Cudi, I'm pretty sure his hips don't lie either. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I think I have a, I'm, I'm, I'm siding with the, the, the people of Kanye West. I don't think, I think actually Kanye West did sort of birth the career of Kid Cudi. 
um, everything they know it is. Granted, the music came before, and the music, Kid Cudi's music also inspired 808s and Heartbreaks, but Kanye West's 808s and Heartbreaks was also inspired by, like, 808s and also Heartbreaks. And various other producers, Mr. Hudson, T-Pain, you know, Jeff Basker, all these other things that people are attributing. People are, like, attributing solely Kid Cudi for the Kanye West sound that also birthed Drake, that also, you know, create this entire wave of just, like, this, you know, this melodramatic hipster hip-hop music. And I think Kanye West truly did. Damn, I really don't know shit about this nigga career. Yeah, <laughs> I think he had a real. I think Kanye, Kanye, I essentially know, like, birthed Kid Cudi. And like everything else, I recognize about this nigga. That's all you really need to know. For that's instance. fucked up. Because man, on the I, Kid Cudi hasn't had a good. Nah, think about it. Think about being a sideline nigga for like the whole, like your whole real career. Like everyone knows you for other songs you've done with other people. I think that's well. That's true, but no, I think. I think Kid Cudi's known... I think he has a cult following based on the music that he creates. Yeah. And a lot what of people is... enjoy the music that he created in the beginning. Mm. But I think since he's decided... Very abstract and acid-ridden tracks. Yeah, just to go really off the... you just really jumping, off the, jumping out the window with the music that he's making. He's really just declined in sort of quality and sort of quantity of his music, and it's not really he's not really relevant anymore. He's talking about hip hop people having thirty people write for his songs. You don't even make hip hop anymore. And you know what? If you had thirty people writing your songs, it would be way better because the songs that you made aren't that good. The mm-hmm. songs that you're creating by yourself, I think he's a subpar producer for himself. He likes to produce his own sort of. The last three albums is the albums that he's produced himself. And I think they could sound way better if he had some sort of help. And from what I'm hearing, it's like he was supposed to create Man on the Moon 3, but, you know, people, Emil and, like, Plain Pat, they just, the the records that came out of it just weren't the same level as the first two Man on the Moon. That's crazy. So it's just like, is it really, you know, is it really Kanye West? Are you really critiquing his music, especially when he came out The Life of Pablo, one of the best albums of the year? Can you really... Can you really he go will. at people for song creating? Like nah, he will. artists that have done it before, like he Michael will. Jackson and you know even Beyonce yeah, has a normal. Artists. They expect hip hop to be your own personal experience. As but his, music his... isn't for. They treat music as if it's not made for more people to enjoy it. Right. More yeah. People having hands in making music, it's easier to appeal to other people. And I think Kanye West's music has stretched beyond hip hop. Yeah, I, one of my boys, um, shout out to Olu. He's a model, and I, I think you can actually see him in ads for all though. Sure. That niggas, that niggas worldwide. Right. Uh, he said Kanye West at this point is less of a a musician, artist, whatever, what have you, and he's more of a creative director. He grounds up all these people and says, mm-hmm. Hell, "Yo, we're gonna make this project." Is this, he said the same thing in that video? He was like, "You know, I'm like." Will Ferrell in the movie Elf. I got these big hands, so I can't make the toys. Right. So I have all these other people help me craft the toys so I can bring joy to other people. I think that's cool. I think it's a... It's I think a, he has a good understanding. I just think the way he communicates sometimes is retarded. Yeah, I think he's he's one of those people who probably needs to write down what he says before he thinks and then also like double-check it and also triple-check it. That's why I think he needs to do politics, because that, that way he learns how to shut the fuck up. Uh... I don't know. I don't think that would ever happen. He would like, he was like, nah, fuck this. He would say that on stage. He's like, nah, fuck this. I, I've crazy. been sipping a little bit. <laughs> I smoked some. 
Drake, I mean, even Drake retorted in the corniest way possible. Drake retorted in Drake manner. Yes. Uh, You need to cut it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I am here. (laughs) My name is Drake. Um, (laughs) Tip your waitress. I'll be here all week. Right. Try the steak. I think um, I've I've had a lot of people in my mentions. They're sort of very heartbroken about this Kid Cudi, Kanye West split. I don't think it's that... (laughs) I don't think it will happen long term. Yo, it was so funny because, like, he's like, they can't stop us. And then, and no, they can't stop me. And then I think Dr. Genius hit him up and said, they can't stop us. <laughs> and I was like, both y'all come kind of bum-ass niggas. Yeah. So it's like, y'all got to both sit down. It's kind of, yeah. It's it, I don't know. It's It's very, this is the same mistake that Meek Mill made. When he decided to jump, jump out, out the, the wi- face, jump out the window with nah, yeah, jump, jump out, out the face, face nigga. jump out the face with the tweets. Decided to get all emotional with, with tweets, his, nigga. get all who's writing about who and who's doing who. When no one gives a fuck anymore, no one really gives a fuck. If the music and is good, crazy. no one gives a shit. It's crazy because like a month later, Tory Lane said, "Yeah, I wrote a song for Meek Mill." Yeah, something along those lines. Well, I think he wrote the hook for Meek Mill. He definitely wrote the hook. I'm mm. assuming, but um, the hook. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. <laughs> Your fave could never. Your fave could never. <laughs> <laughs> that shit too funny. Oh my god! But yeah, I don't know. They they'll be back together. They'll be back together. This music Word. industry is all about you know. I'm I'm assuming in like years from time on when they do like a good music reunion, like Kid Cudi will be calling, "Yo, let's stop this beat." But blah, blah blah blah. If if Kid Cudi, if Kid Cudi, I mean, if Kanye West could get over his feud with Wiz Khalifa. And Amber Rose could get over her feud with Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. They will be fucking fine. Kid Cudi's just in his emotions. He's just, you know, he's just crying for help. Not even crying for help. He's just crying for attention. That's really it. It's 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 not that big of a deal. And I and I like Cudi's I like Cudi's music for the the beginning of it. I like Man on the Moon. I like Man on the Moon Two. I think Man on the Moon Two is far superior to Man, not far, but superior to Man on the Moon One. But man, bro, just you know, get it together, get it together. Um, speaking of other, you know, news this week, other beefs this week, the 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 streaming wars, the mm-hmm. streaming you know dick swinging contest of <laughs> 2016 Yo, continues same. to heat up. Don't ever call anything a dick swinging contest. Tis what That's it is, gross. bro. Tis what it oh is. Oh my god. I don't even know what would make that a contest. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know what feats of dick swinging your like. Oh, touch touch the ceiling. I don't know. Like swinging your dick. It's just like a jump rope or just. <laughs> I don't know. You got him doing double dutch. <laughs> um, nonetheless. Um, so it was announced. This shame, week. shame, shame, shame. I, I think Apple Music to... pretty much had the worst week out of all the weeks. Well, let's get into this. So, it was announced this week. How do you feel about Pandora? What? That's thing that's that should people use that? People use Pandora. Seventy eight million users on Pandora. Word. How do you feel about Pandora? Four million it's of right. them though. I'm I'm giving a lot of thumbs down to shit four, all the time. Four million of those actually I think pay used, for a subscription. I think I used Pandora for like two months and then give not one fuck about it. Well it was just missing a lot of stuff. They are throwing their hats into the streaming game. Mm-hmm. So they are developing this online subscription for $5. You get all the music. You get to search through all the music. You get no ads. You get to do some cool shit. So is SoundCloud. SoundCloud's doing the same shit. SoundCloud's kind of... SoundCloud's cluttered. They <laughs> Stick to what you know, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, but Pandora's doing that. 
trying to be the sort of fourth competitor. I don't know. They have more s- subscriptions than title already, so maybe they're the third. Damn, they're looking like Sega. <laughs> they're looking like Sega. OD, like, oh, like the Dreamcast oh, coming yeah, out. Yo, Kama Gamespear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Kama Gamespear. <laughs> yo, it's, um, it, this is literally like the Dreamcast is coming out. <laughs> This is literally like yeah. A in a world on. of X, Xbox One, Pandora PS4s, Dreamcast, nigga. Pandora Dreamcast, nigga. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. Oh my god, yo! Yeah, niggas trying to sell me a Dreamcast in 2016. <laughs> yeah, need yeah niggas need to take your Atari 6 2600s and go home, oh my nigga. Oh my god, that shit is not flying. That's funny as shit, yo, bro. And so it was also announced this week during um. Well, it was announced last week. That Apple is now raised to from 13 million subscriptions to 17 million, but unfortunately still pale in comparison to Spotify, who now has 40 million subscribers, up 10 million from last year. So Spotify is growing. Apple they've Music been doing it for a hot minute. Apple, yeah, they've been out since 2008. Yeah, they've, they've been, been doing been it the for game a hot since minute. 2008. Apple Music came out what last year? Yeah, last year. And then title came out last year or the year before that? Last year. Last Earlier year? last year. Yeah, see? So it's like Spotify's like, I'm Big Daddy right now. Exactly. I think it's also because Spotify gives you those free options and then they give you like those three months for like nine mm-hmm. to nine cents or something along those lines. I don't know. I like Apple Music. I like Apple Music too. Mm-hmm. I think they could, I think they've got good exclusives. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, the industry is like, hey, quit that exclusive shit. And Apple's like, y'all niggas can stop that exclusive shit. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> LOL, nah. <laughs> LOL, you wild. Yeah, you wild. <laughs> LOL, you wild. Yeah, like, yeah, cause, yeah, whatever. So, also, it was, um, there were talks of Tidal possibly being bought out by Apple. Nah, I heard they, they, they said, didn't pay their bills. Yeah, Apple said, nah, we're not doing that. We're, we're not, not do- buying out to a company that's in debt. Yeah. <laughs> $28 million in debt this year, title is. Word. You know who that? what that means? All the shareholders are asked out. How in the hell are you $28 million in debt when you're dropping all this exclusive content? You got Beyonce on the fucking thing, man. Only Jay, was, Jay was looking around like, huh? oh. oh, shit. What's I thought, going on? <laughs> I thought y'all niggas was paying the bills. Man, I put you in charge. I thought we was making money. <laughs> you're supposed you to put the deposits through. And then Menth Bleak is sitting there with a fitted and a, like an accounting visor over Yo, his head. Like, like, the numbers type, aren't adding up. <laughs> typing the numbers in. It's crazy. Um, who who would have sabotaged this? Who would have sabotaged this? Yo, the server costs how much? That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> Hove. <laughs> Emil. Yo, chill. <laughs> Emil, do the numbers. <laughs> Something along those lines. But, Emil, uh, do the numbers. But, um... Yeah, the streaming game is pretty crazy out here. It's, it's like the Wild Wild West out here. I don't know who's coming up next. Who's coming? I think we should start a streaming service. A streaming service? Just like I think we like nah. reinvent like the the online porn. for a podcast. <laughs> oh, <porn. laughs> just change the game of porn. Streaming, streaming porn. Like y'all thought the streaming porn game was safe, huh? Y'all niggas don't know. We got exclusive. Yeah. Y'all niggas looking for backdoor sluts nine. <laughs> exclusive backdoor sluts nine. Oh. Uh. New shit. New shit. New shit. Just drop some sex tape. All that other shit. Nigga, we got the Hulk Hogan sex tapes on deck, nigga. Oh, God. Shit, bright orange nigga, nigga fucking. He... Nigga, oh, that's disgusting. It is fucking disgusting. Nigga got a sex tape. 
Why? Who? I don't even know. Nah, he's too you old think, to you like. You think when he busts in that, he'd be like, "Oh, here comes the leg drop, brother." Uh, nigga, he'll like feign, like ah, oh. and then he with the comeback, you know, when he's shaking the arm. Ah, you. <laughs> nigga starts windmill swinging his <laughs> dick and slaps it in the grill. Dick swinging contest, B. I told you. I told you. Oh man. Um. Let's see what else we got here in the fucking news. Yo, it's fucking disgusting. This is wild, disgusting. Yeah. How do we get so filthy by episode? 80? I've been through some things. Who knows? Who knows? Episode eight, been not here. Um, yo, so I guess let's, let's we can go into sort of music news because uh-huh. you know we're also going to talk wrestling at the end of this podcast. Yeah, so it's going to be a jam packed podcast. Um, <clears throat> so we can talk music news in terms of. DJ Mustard. DJ Mustard is coming back with his mixtape. I know. Several months too late. <laughs> is it really? Nigga, you, you got a, a label called 10 Summers and you ain't really dropped shit during the summer. Is it? I forgot what it's It's called Cold Summer. Okay. Hold on. It's called Dumb Summer because it probably won't even come out in the summer, nigga. We got it's supposed only... to come out this month, I think. Before this the month. end of this month. Beho- I think. Before the end of this month. Yes. Before we go into fall. Yes, cold summer. Aye, whatever. This nigga's a dickhead. I have no idea. It's either supposed to come out this month or like the end of next month or something along those lines. This um, guy, Mustard gets me mad because he established himself as I'm gonna make these hits, my nigga. Sure. I'm gonna have a label called Ten Summers, nigga. That means your shit gotta be hot. Man, he's been. I mean, he's. I want to say he's been like cold, but it's like he's also had Rihanna's "Needed Me" on the radio, which is still pretty up there. So he's been like chilling off of that. Um, I'm trying to find the track listen for this. I should have just pulled it up earlier. Um, so he's got a Talks Cold Summer, Joy 400 Summers, Mixtape. 400 Summers, Mixtape. Um, he's got Cold Summer due this month in 400 Summers, a tape that features reconciliation with YG. They beefed over two years ago, blah, 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 blah. Um, track listing, track listing. Ah, oh, damn it, this is a fucking interview. Yo, I should have been way more prepared for this. Now, fuck all that. You got this. Got you got this, this bro. Got this. You the most professional. Yeah, you more professional than I am because I'd be like, uh, and shit, and uh, and shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, Full track listing. Here we go. So we got on the tape, which looks like a good tape. It's got everyone I like, actually. Mm-hmm. You got YG on the tape. Of course. You got Ty Dolla Sign on the tape. Of course. You got Nipsey Hussle on the tape. I don't know how he got there, but he from L.A., so I figured he ended up there. R.J., Show you shout out to Nipsey Hustle. Shout out to Nipsey Hustle. Because Lauren London about to give birth to a crib. A word. Shout yeah. out to her. Uniting the and nation. a blood. Yeah. She had a blood and a crib. That's crazy, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Shout out to her. Pussy just uniting Gang all. Gang banging in that pussy. <laughs> Gang banging. That, um, that pussy got two flags hanging out. <laughs> oh my God, he's got Quavo on it because got everyone the, got Quavo. Got the blue flag on the left labia. <laughs> Just the Quavo. Side. How do you feel about everyone just having just Quavo? Everybody loves Quavo. Everyone loves Quavo, bro. He's mm-hmm. he was on fucking well the entire Migos. What was book. his name? Quavo Quantavius. I think so. Yo, yeah, his, he got some wild ass name, and that's some why his name is Quavo. Name, yeah, some shit like that. He was on. on he was on um Donald Glover's new show Atlanta. Yeah, year. no, that shit was great. Did you see it? Yeah, oh, I shit. love it. I love that show. Okay. You know, I you just, watch TV, nigga. Oh shit, nigga. Nah, I Donald just heard Glover he, got you watching first of all, TV. First of all, first of all. He said he got an all-black writing team, so I had to watch that shit. Of course. That shit was good. Paper boy. Paper boy. All about paper, that paper boy. boy. Yo, that shit is so whack, but it's so true. <laughs> it's so true about rap right now. Right. It's so true. 
All right, they don't have Quavo's real name on here. Um, you mean Quavo Octavius? Quavo Octavius. Nigga, it's right there. Where? Quavo, born Quavo. Quavius, nigga. Quavius? Quavius. Quavius Kayati Marshall, nigga. God damn. This Quavius Karate Marshall. Nigga, this, god damn, this nigga's name is Elegant. And then take off his name, Kirsch. Are these niggas African? Might be. Who knows, nigga? From the motherland. Shout out to them. Um, He's got Quavo on it. He's got OT Genesis on it. Mm-hmm. OT Genesis and Jeezy on the same song called Dope Boy. Because, you know, they all, you know, crack. Yeah. Yeah. Coco. Snowman, Coco. All that shit. Makes for a Cut good it. Make, push it. Something like that. Yeah. Rich the Kid. Of course. Rich the Kid got to be there if the Migos are there. TC4800. K Camp. Mm-hmm. You got the Nicki Minaj and Jeremiah song people weren't that crazy about. Yeah, I know. Um, Poor Nicki, she falling off. Young Thug, everybody got Young Thug. Everybody needs Young Thug. You That's young the thing. Thug on your shit, man. Like you can't. Yeah, you not. You not. It's like you not. Even Usher right. had to put Young Thug on his fucking album. Yeah, you not hot. You not selling records. Nigga, Usher had Future and Young Thug on his album. Those were really the only features, right? Yeah, really. Um, he's got Meek Mill on it. It should be good. But it's like on the on a song called "What These Bitches Want." Maybe it's a DMX. Oh man! Cover. If there's no, if it's a DMX, DMX interpolation sample. or sample, I'd be. What these bitches want? From from it's got Ty Dolla Sign on it, so who knows? Ty Dolla Sign get his Cisco on, nigga. Ty Dolla Sign could get his six Cisco on. Um, he's got. I can't wait for the Ty Dolla Sign remix of Ooh. Got a solo song with Jeremiah. Look at this, DJ Mustard on the track with Rick Ross. And John Legend. John Legend on a DJ Mustard track. With Rick Ross? Yes. That, the well, all John of me Legend, nigga. The, no, John Legend and Rick Ross have done music before. I know. Mustard on the beat. I Or that Busted mean, on the beat. Oh, Busted on the beat, ho? Busted on the beat, ho. Oh, yeah, a lot of niggas didn't know like what producer tags really sound like. Listen. <laughs> Someone said it's... Metro Boomin wants some more nigga Sounded like Metro Booty wants some more nigga <laughs> What nigga? <laughs> what nigga? That is not the same like fine two and five two nigga <laughs> yeah. That is completely different <laughs> Yeah exactly Metro Booty wants some more nigga Ugh nigga God damn And James Fauntleroy James Fa- Niggas found James Fauntleroy again? Listen James it's like, Fauntleroy just be out James here James Fauntleroy is like it's like the WWE World Heavyweight Championship before that SummerSlam. Yeah. He just, was lost, nigga, and niggas just find him. Niggas just found him. It's just flown. He's just flowing out here, B. It's crazy. Um, Let's see. But, you know, could he potentially make a comeback with this mixtape? I think Ooh. he's with uh, DJ Mustard. Mustard. I think uh, he got some jams on. He got a Jeremiah He better record. have some goddamn jams. He got Jeremiah he better, on it. Because he, be- he better have been withholding jams. He got Thug on it. He's a fool. He got Ty Dolla Sign. Because the summary is great promotion. I know the summer is great promotion, but in a sense, it's like I feel like songs are crippled by the summer because it's also just like that's all you hear. Yeah, and it's just like it's just it's just about a song. <laughs> DJ Khaled's album was all about like one song, which was for free, and then like the album sort of really got lost in the for free shit, and I got the key shit. They were just lost in sort of the sauce in terms of the song. Yeah, I know, and there were a lot of good songs on there. Yeah, well, it started out good. Um, the Nas is done. Nas album done. Yeah, video. that's what I'm talking about. That that's like luxurious, nigga. Yeah, no. Um, that Nana sample. Um, let's see. I hate that. Um, you hate the sample? Yeah. Nah, uh, I thought it was good. Um, let's see what else we got here. We actually got some. We got some new music from a couple people. I'll just run it down real quickly since it's not really on our itinerary, and then we get into the albums. Um, let's see who we got here. Yo, new Tanache. Tanache. 
Tanasha is kind of she's kind of struggling out here. It's not it's it's looking slow for pretty light skinned young fangs out here. Like it's it's looking pretty slow. Um, I don't I don't know what to say. She's it seems like it should work, mm-hmm. but I feel like she's too pretty for people to take her music seriously, which is a terrible problem to have because you can't unpretty yourself up. I mean, she could. Yeah, you can. Yeah, she, you she just could. gotta call Christian. You just call, <laughs> call, call fucking um, who else? Do what? Um, damn. Let me not do that. Let me not start no problematic shit. Um, what problematic shit? No, use. All right, after the podcast, yeah, you so can tell use, me all I the don't problematic start, stuff. I don't want to start no problematic shit. Um, let's see what else. You know, fuck it. Let's get into the album. We got two albums that dropped this week. Two major albums that dropped this week. I don't know what the fuck else dropped this week. Um. You have Usher's Hard to Love and Mac Miller's The Divine Feminine. All right, so let me start with Hard to Love because sure. this album was hard to love. <laughs> all right, Yo, you so should let's be a th- New York Times writer, man. Fuck all that. I don't got big enough words, <laughs> my nigga. <laughs> nigga, I don't even know how to pronounce that monkey with the funny nose. I don't know how to pronounce his name. That's funny as shit. I think it's like pro... Oh, turn that shit off. Turn that shit... No, 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 no. Turn, that- these- turn it off so they can hear my hate. Sure. Hate, 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 hate. A little hate in the background. All right. So this album struggles with what many old niggas struggle with when they come up with an album. What is that? Too much modernity and not enough the shit we already like. Hmm. It's like, nigga, when's the last time I came out with an album? Like two years ago? No. Actually, it was four years ago. Four years ago? Shit. It was four years ago. He's been trying to come out with an album for the last, like, three years. Shit. Climax was on that album, right? Climax was on that album. That shit was hard. That shit was oldie hard. Um, but <clears throat> this shit, this shit reaches for all the Euro dance tracks, all the modern R and B tracks, all the, uh, all the adult contemporary feels. I feel like it's 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 definitely. I'm, I mean, his singing is solid regardless. His singing is always amazing. Niggas He's always on point. Niggas can sing. N- like, yeah, niggas can sing. He's a great entertainer. What are you supposed no, to do? no shade, no shade, no shade. But it's like it's reaching for too much. It's too many tracks. It's too long. This can kiss my ass. I think this is this literally made me not give a fuck about Usher. I mean, it's about that time. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. You want to talk about the artwork too? Oh hell yeah! I want to talk about how the artwork is supposed to look like Socrates Usher. I guess Uh like it's supposed to be a stone bust of Usher, but it really just looked like Usher crossed with the third nigga on the evolution chart, crossed (laughs) with Steel. (laughs) Shit, look like Paul George, nigga. Nigga, he looked like the other. Like if you cover the face like mm-hmm. the face portion from like about the nose down sure. it looked like he got balls for chin <laughs> he got like a nut sack for a face jesus christ ball chinian nigga uh- <laughs> <laughs> he's a ball chinian jay oh my god nigga jump kicked him in the sack usher's album as someone who appreciates usher album because I mean, that's my nigga i wouldn't I wasn't looking forward to this album. I'll just say it off the t- off the top. It's not like I was ex- super excited for this album. Last album, I was super excited. Last album, I was like, yo, this Climax joint is fucking crazy. You got the joint with Rick Ross. It's looking really, really good. Like, the Climax record is probably one of the best records of his career. Mm-hmm. Just because of how different it was and how he sort of still managed to find his way in the pocket of that entire sound. He managed to just, you know, he took his sound to the next level. But he still kept the sort of elements that kept us, it kept it like Usher that just make it the top R and B song. But he's you know 
did found other you know electronic elements and stuff like that you got produ- production by diplo um, writing by elijah blake and all this other producers and all this other shit um nonetheless but that said this album he's he's been trying to drop this album for a long time he dropped like the single good kisser which was a great ass single to me it's a song about giving head or getting head depending on how you get it uh and I thought that was good to let the album drop. It was nominated for a Grammy. I think it won a Grammy too. You make me wanna lead one I'm with. But this album is just this album is just like so much of a step this back. This is what dude. Sorry, no, he good. had bangers, yeah, nigga. He still got bangers, bro. He still got bangers. He might be in the song. Nah, nigga. He nigga. His bangers gotta be finger bangers, nigga. <laughs> it gotta be. This is R and B, nigga. It's a game where. This is a vassage game, nigga. If your music cannot vassage, my nigga, this you just not doing it in the game, my nigga. Yo, so this entire album like it's been very it's just a step backwards. It yeah. feels more like the album before Looking for Love. It feel like his 2009 album more than his like, you know, a 2016 album. He's got he, he kept it safe. He mm-hmm. does all the tracks he wants. He got all the contemporary R&B that he's got. He's got, but all these tracks sort of nothing really stands the test of time, especially in this sort of climate. Um, he's always been pushing forward in terms of sound. He's always managed to find a chart-topping record. He has not found that with this album, even though I think No Limit was pretty fire. Even though I hated it at the beginning, but I think it's still pretty fire now. Um, he's got features from Future and Young Thug on it, which are supposed to like make it better, but it really doesn't. Um, he's got produ- production by Metro Boomin on a track that's pretty like overall forgettable even though it's kind of a banger like it could have went to somebody else i think there's some songs it's not a bad album per se it's not a bad album but it's i just can't a not when i think very, about usher i can't hold it to the standard i hold Usher. no nah, you can't hold it to standard exactly and that's fucked up but i was think i was so I, on twitter today i ranked usher's albums and i'm like Ooh. you gotta make a playlist for this now Usher's album? Usher album playlist rankings. Sure. The power it, rankings for album. These. So I ranked Usher's albums because I was just like, okay. And then I realized, like, yo, after a certain album, like, everything is just sort of like, it doesn't fucking matter. Because I don't think he's an artist that has a strong discography of good albums. He just has a lot of singles, a lot of music, a lot of radio records that have gone on to be classics, have gone on. You know, he had Raymond versus Raymond, which is arguably his worst album, but he still got a number one record off of OMG with Will I Am, which mm-hmm. I will not listen to anymore. Because um, yeah, of Will I Am? Yes. Of course. Um, I know you. But he's got records on deck. He's got records on deck, but his albums just sort of <clears throat> fall off. I, uh, we, I love Confessions. I love 8701. My Way is pretty cool. But then after that, it just kind of gets shaky. It gets, everything sort of blurs together. He's never really been sort of an album person. In terms of long term, he's he's a great singer. He's got great records, but in terms of just this album overall, I don't think it's sort of strong enough in today's climate. I don't think it's it's very dated in terms of its sound. I get what he was trying to do, but it's not really. There's nothing dynamic about this album. It's all just Usher tracks that we've heard before with different sound palettes behind them. Mm-hmm. There's nothing really exciting about this album. So you know. So, oh. I believe the Charlie Wingate just got his sentence reduced. Shout out to my nigga, Max B. Oh, look at that. Sentence to... I don't know. Year, oh, whatever. I don't know, but it's been reduced from 75 years to, I don't know, maybe 70. I don't fucking know. All right, nigga. But it's a reduction, and Shout that's that. wavy. Ain't no limit to the 
No limit. All right. Um, In fact, that 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 one that song is corny, but it's probably the least like horrible song on there. Um, I like a few of them, but not nothing really nah, crazy. If I had to really rank, if we had it. to rate this album, I'd probably give it like a two point five, three. Oh, you generous! I gave it a two. Nah, I give it a two point five three. It's not bad. It's just not that interesting. No limit, baby. This shit's fire. Um, yo, shout out to also shout out, um, to Bobby Schmurder and. Rowdy Rebel, because oh yeah, even though they had to play, they had to play. I'm not gonna lie, if we had to go to jail and I got the reduced sentence, I'm taking like the full years because I feel like I'm not shit. So it's gonna be like, yo, my nigga, go out there and be somebody, bro. Really? Yeah. So you're just like, cause and that, and I can have a laptop in jail, so I could just produce from jail. (laughs) You just be in like your jail cell, just like sitting down. I was like, yeah, all right. Yeah, because it's like, yo, just put money on my cards, It's outside time? I don't want to go outside. Put money on my cards, my nigga. I got to go outside? All right, fuck it. Put money on my cards. Taking my laptop. (laughs) (laughs) Something along those lines. But, you know, Bobby Schmurder, Rowdy Rebel, they had to plead guilty. Uh, They pled guilty to the gun charges that they had. They now, their sentence is now seven seven years. Um, You know what's crazy about this is that originally Rowdy Rebel got sentenced for 12 years. And um, Bobby Schroeder got sentenced for five, but they said if that they, um, I believe that it was Bobby Schroeder essentially um, did something. Oh, I should just look it up. Fuck it. Um, let's see. Hey, yo, tamarind sauce. I just. <laughs> that's code. Hold on. Let's see. Essentially, they both got seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Bobby Schmurder took a longer sentence, so, so his boy wouldn't get a, a full sentence yeah. that he was supposed to get. So shout out to that. Goals. That's 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 love, my nigga. That's friendship goals. That's Yo, first of all, Maxie's green dot better look immaculate, because French <laughs> Montana posted this, and he's like, you always got to be down for your niggas. Ha ha. Right. Nah, fuck you, nigga. His, his fucking commissary better be on point, nigga. They ordered me five and offered Rowdy 12, he explained. They said the only way they'll give him seven is if I took seven, too. That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> Yo, the system is fucked up. Um, so you know I had to take one for the dogs. So he was like, you know what? I'm going to stick here for another few years. He'll be out in, like, what, five, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, so Because he's already done two. Yeah. He's already done two. He'll be out in, like, and he might like get, three years. And he might get a shorter sentence. Yeah, who knows? Um, so shout out to them. We also have this Mac Miller album, The Divine Feminine. Ugh. Such a beautiful Neo Soul album. I did not know that you would love this album. I like it. You don't think I like music like that? I don't think you like soul music. Really? You don't think I like soul and R and B? I don't. Nah, I don't think you like this sort of like because you think I like just really loud bass heavy music. All right. So what's the difference between this and the Chance the Rapper things? Oh, now nah, I like? was saying, yo, I actually said that he should go on tour with Chance the Rapper and get all this backpacker money. I feel like they low key got like a quiet like rivalry. Like, who can make those fucking soliest, smoothest-ass records? Like, look at this nigga. <clears throat> this nigga got the trumpet, nigga. Fuck that nigga, man. Fuck that Donnie nigga. Trumpet-ass. Donnie Trumpet-ass, nigga. Look at this. This nigga got a whole band. Probably rides in a <laughs> van and shit. Like, all that shit. Nigga Fuck. holding Ariana Grande's hand while they cross the street. Like, <laughs> like look both ways, baby. Look both ways, nigga. But look at this nigga, Chance, and his Ugh. stupid Super Mario tan ass. <laughs> Fuck this nigga. Oh, my God. So, 
and Chance is like, look at Bobby Hill but over what's there. But the, what's, the, what's the difference between, like, you not liking sort of Chance the Rapper's most music and this sort of thing? Think about how out there Chance the Rapper is. Ah, squat. Like, niggas scat babbly doo bop over the, all his fucking raps. Sure. <laughs> and then it's Pokemon also very Jesus-y. And you know I'm not really with the religious shit. Sure. Um, That's, I, like, literally, I skip ultralight beams, my nigga. Wow. Everything. You are, wow, you might burn in hell. I'm not going to burn in hell. I just don't give a fuck. It's like, it's like religious themes in music don't appeal to me, my nigga, because I'm not okay. a religious person. All right. Everyone's, everyone's you know, different. Not religious. Um, Oh, I was never baptized, by the way. That's probably why. Uh, um, when holy water touches me, I tend to bubble and steam. Ah, like on The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> um... This is a great album. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's this fucking good, smooth. This is a smooth ass. Like I was listen, listening man. to it and I was like, "Yeah, it's one of those, one of those next things." <laughs> if I could show him in the studio, it's hilarious. This is why we'd never do video, right? Um, but you know, he, he had a Plus, lot. Plus, I never wanted to it. see that. I never want these people to see how smithed I am the day before. He's got a lot of features on. It. He's got Bilal on it, which you need for any Neo Soul album. He's mm-hmm. got Anderson Bilal Pop. with his like 50, 50 big Akuma chains and shit. He's got Ty Dolla Sign. Mm-hmm. He's got one of his artists that name I cannot pronounce, so I will just not try. Let me see. It's like N. It's it's Nijoma. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No, you can't see it on that because the new Apple thing is fucking retarded. New I O new iOS doesn't show the whole name, and it doesn't like for it to slide across the fucking Apple iOS 10 was good for just texting and shit. Like, the upgrades were great for texting, but, like, everything else was just kind of meh. Um, Nijazom... Jomza? Nijazom? Jomza. Jomza. All right. Jomza. Let's see. Jomza. I just want to see what she look like. That's a girl? Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, it's a girl. Is she white? I think so. Really? Damn, they just got... I don't know. No, I spelled it wrong. Fuck it. Hold on. Fuck. New Jersey Transit Map. That's how you say it. <laughs> that's how you say it. There you go. Oh, yeah, she is white. Oh, that's crazy. Look at that. She's whiter than white. She's the whitest white. Damn. Maybe she's like Middle Eastern. Who knows? Maybe. She might be. Looks pretty white, though. <laughs> she looks pretty white, though. She looks pretty white. And like, like porn white. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you shouldn't have been drinking during the podcast, nigga. You knew what this was. <laughs> Nonetheless, Yo, fuck you. You <laughs> got CeeLo Green, mm-hmm. Ariana Grande, and also Kendrick Ariana Lamar. Grande, aka you got games on your phone, aka aka um aka let's watch Disney Channel because I think the new movie is on. Aka aka I don't eat my. Broccoli. I don't know. <laughs> AKA, I don't finish everything on my plate. I leave the greens for last. AKA, can we get ice cream? What do you mean? AKA, let's get McDonald's. AKA, AKA, I think they got the Barbie Happy Meal toys again. <laughs> AKA, young shit. I don't know. Fuck. I'm just on this. This is a bad day. Fuck. Um, with that said, um, she has a very smooth album all the way through. Very, in terms of, I like how you just sort of kept the, th- if you're going to do chick songs and just keep the entire thing as sort of a, you know, a very feminine, mm-hmm. very and it's sexy, very, short and quick. very lovey-dovey album, 
It's good. It's good. It, it is what it is. It's not like sort of in the sense of Drake where it's just like, look at a soft-ass nigga. Blatant appeal to women. Yeah. So this is just like, hey, I'm creating this entire conceptual sort of album towards women. I'm going out of my sound to do it. It's all this other things. It's, it's pretty, pretty good. What do you think makes Mac Miller less annoying to black people than his other white contemporaries? Like more Iggy Azalea. Oh, because he's not a dick sucker. He don't try to be down. Like, yeah. he knows he's white, and he just shows up as, like, Asher Roth. He just shows up as a white guy that raps. He right. doesn't be like, oh, I've got a powerful message and shit like that. No, he just shows up and raps. Right. And that's what makes him so cool, and that's what, like, I dap him. Of course. Make him cool. It's yeah. like, niggas try to be down. Like, Iggy Azalea, I'll put on the accent and shit. Mm-hmm. Mac Miller, I'm rapping like a white guy. I'm rapping like a white guy. Here's my white things. You know. That's why he's a little less problematic. A little I less. mean, all the way less problematic, man. Yeah, all the way less. He problematic. might be the least. The he pro, he's probably the least po- problematic white rapper. He might go down like top five white rapper of all time. Mm. I mean, how many besides Eminem? Like you got Macklemore, who sold who? a bunch. Of, Macklemore. Macklemore who? will go down as who is he in 2016? Macklemore will go down as I think. Maybe top five, worst top ten, white rapper of all time. We got to do the white rapper power rankings. Nigga, Vanilla Ice, like, ten cuts above that nigga. Vanilla Ice will go in top five white rappers. Let's see. Let's go. White rappers. Let's go. Let's see what we got. It's Action Bronson. ASAP Rock. Yeah. ASAP Rock. ASAP Rock. Sorry. Got confused with the other black guy. They all He's look not alike. black. He's they white. All, they all look alike. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Who we got? Not G Easy, my nigga. Not G Easy. G Easy's pretty. G Easy's very pop. He's very whack too. (laughs) 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 Just like a heads up. Niggas getting by by looking like like a. Niggas got deep cut white rappers on this list. I can't deal. Well, Action Bronson, just cool white guy. Sounds like you know. Is is his voice appropriating Ghostface Killers or no? Rayquan's he sounds like voice? a New York nigga. That's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing that's so crazy. It's like when a New York nigga sounds like a New York like even if you're white. Sure. And he, I don't know. I don't. I don't take it to heart like that. Nah. In a world where where designer sounds like a cross between Future and like the cop from fucking Police Academy. Mm-hmm. Like, what is? What does it matter, my nigga? What about Asheroth? Asheroth? Asheroth is a cool white nigga. Asheroth. I drink. Will I he drink. go down as top, top, top ten white rappers of all time? Probably, because that nigga can actually rap. Fuck that nigga. This nigga's boring. <laughs> I hate Asheroth's music. I don't know. Uh, I hate his music now. Yeah, he's just very. This is so boring to me. But um, Beastie Boys. Oh, definitely Beastie top Boys five. Maybe top two. Maybe top two. Okay. Maybe number two. Beastie Boys. Look at that. Um. Shit, white rapper power rankings, man. This is very off the cuff. Um, so excuse if you know you don't have our white white rappers down. Um, Iggy Azalea. Wait, no, no. I remember I checked out like Lasher Roth's latest project, and that shit was not good. No, I didn't expect it. Iggy Azalea, will she go down as a top white rapper? Um, I don't think she's gonna drop another album. I'll be honest with you guys. I'll be honest. I think she it's will go down as a white, ra- a female white rapper that's top black niggas. I think, <laughs> I think it's slow for her. LP. LP. Oh, the nigga from Run the Jewels. Yes. 
He's a good rapper. I mean, yeah. he's, he's a good rapper. I don't know if top 10, but, you know, he's a good rapper. Mac Miller's up there. Um, all right. Mac, Mac Miller's been doing his thing. ASAP Rock again. ASAP Rock, all right. Let's see. We're just going through this list of white rappers. Nah, fuck out of here. Iggy is there. Nope. I mean, before she turned pop, she was kind of... Nope, problematic. Yeah, super problematic. That bitch super problematic. All right, let me not even... Pedigree here. Um, Slug, I've no I don't idea. know what he looks like. I don't even know. Because they co- didn't even take a picture of this. Yeah, this, nigga, this shit is a book. Um, <laughs> yeah, turn this shit off while we're doing this. Sure. Oh, you don't like the... No, because it's confusing. Because sure. I don't know if I'm supposed to hate or love right now. Oh. <laughs> it's confusing. Oh You're sitting in my, my brain like... Brother funny. Ali. Every, all right, so pretty much every other white rapper after this is just like the Keem the African Dream, nigga. Like, <laughs> just some white guy oh, in a Gun, Oh, the, the original Gun Kelly. The original white wild boy mm, before Jimmy. Mm, Machine Gun Kelly. Not that bad. That sounded wild sauce. Machine Gun Kelly is pretty... He's not bad. He's just not interesting at all. He's one of those white rappers. Like he's kind of like the Eminem brand of white rappers, mm-hmm. um, or Kid Rock esque. Like he could do a country album eventually. Yellow Wolf, also you know pickup trucks and other shit. All right, I'm done. I'm done with white rappers. It's it's been a lot. It's been a lot. There's a lot of white rappers. Mac Miller will go down as top white, top five white rapper of all time. Maybe at number five. Who knows? Um, so this Divine Feminine album, very conceptual, very smooth, very soulful. He tackles the neo-soul genre in a very experimental way where he keeps sort of a hip-hop edge on everything like that. Um, the collaborations are top-notch in terms of CeeLo Green. He's got on the album, who contributes to We. He's got his girlfriend, um, Ariana Grande, who has her probably the best performance on the track that she had in years just because she actually enunciated her words and I can understand what the hell she's saying. Um, he also has Ty Dolla Sign on the album, just for a little bit of scumbag in that, you know, just keep the scumbag shit alive. Um, the Anderson Pox single, dang, always a classic, should be top one of the top songs of the year, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think The Divine Feminine is a fantastic album, up and down. It's very different from the rest of his albums. It stands out in his catalog. It's very beautiful. It's very beautifully crafted sonically. It's an original thing in his catalog from a guy who's very who's been sort of creative in terms of creating rap albums, mm-hmm. and he's also you know done producer things, and he's also created uh, like I'm jazz to, albums. Yeah, I'm going to drop uh, uh, my tribute album to watching movies with the sound off. It's yes. going to be getting my dick sucked with the lights off. Oh shit. Or with the lights on, maybe. Now with the lights off, lights my nigga. Off? Shit could be problematic. Scary bro. sight. Oh. No sight at all. Um, <laughs> No sight at all. Exactly, see? But See? If she can't see it coming. Ah, see? There I ain't got to go. tell her. There you go. There you go. Divine Feminine is a great album. If I had to rate it, I would give it a four out of five. <clears throat> I don't feel comfortable giving this 4.5 out of five. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable either. So, yeah, four for me, too. Four for four. Four. Four for four. Four for four from the three-point line. Foo, 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 foo. Team Rocket laugh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Team Rocket laugh. Yo, in the games, all their laughs were foo, 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 I was like, F you, F you, F you, F you? <laughs> Damn, nigga, you guys are rude. Oh, man. I know you guys are the villains, but that don't mean you got to be assholes. So this has been, I guess, the music part of our podcast. Word, I'm very excited for this next portion. I'm literally jumping and bouncing in my seat. All right, so let's get to wrestling. We got to wrestling. There's been a lot of wrestling this week. Let's talk about the non-wrestling thing first. The one where I spent my Saturday night watching CM Punk get pummeled and get his ear turned into a labia (laughs) (laughs) by Mickey Gall. 
Uh, at UFC 203. Oh, man. You know what's the worst part about this? I was out on Saturday night. I said, I got to rush home to see this fight. It's CM Punk's first fight. We've been waiting two years. This nigga signed to UFC two years ago. He quit the WWE. He's Since then, he's been pretty much still one of the most popular rappers. I mean, popular, uh, sorry, popular wrestlers on pretty much planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Because anything he does sort of garners a large reaction. Even still, even in defeat, it's still garnered a large reaction. But he's been working on this for so long. And I'm just like, let me see how this is going to go. I rush home. I get home. Now I knew that nigga was going to get popped like a hymen. <laughs> get everything sort of lined up. Mm-hmm. I turn on the fight. Um, immediately, the bell rings. He charges forward. And from there on, there's no offense from CM Punk at all. He just gets completely washed for the next two and a half minutes. And for a moment, I felt bad for him. And then another moment, I was like, you probably deserve it for being a dick. Mm-hmm. You know? But um, it was an ex- it was it was embarrassing to see him get washed. I wish someone would have just pulled up the Tyra Banks video. We were rooting for you. We were all <laughs> rooting for you. Oh my God! It was true. I mean, I think we were rooting for him. We yeah, were expecting- we wanted him to do something big ever since he left wrestling. And since you know, it's so funny, him leaving wrestling was probably the best thing to happen. Why? Look at all the other stars that got the chance to ride. Well, that's true. That's true. I think he would have left if- anyway. Because his Honestly, contract was up. Between him leaving and Daniel Bryan's rise, and well, subsequ- Daniel Bryan wouldn't have that WrestleMania moment yeah, if it wasn't his for CM Punk leaving. His his rise and then his subsequent neck fuck up. Sure, but it's just you know, CM Punk paved the way for a lot of indie guys to really get into WWE. CM Punk and, and become Bryan champions and become champions and, and not just float around the mid card and be not shit. Especially, Yo, if it wasn't for CM Punk, we wouldn't seen like. Like, a nigga like Finn Balor become champion so quickly. Or Kevin Owens, even. Yeah, or like taking, taking, taking a those risk wrists on those oh. indie guys, those guys that have wrestled in Japan for years. But, um, even the, you know, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, those are just... It, your word. It's, it, it's just like... All these Ring of Honor graduates. Right. It's just an offspring of sort of... This is what sort of the movement that... Um, CM Punk started back in, I think he was signed in 2005, I can't wait. I can't wait till, like, he comes back and he's, like, standing on a floating stage and his new gimmick is he's Kanye. He's like, I birthed you, niggas. That's so hilarious. He's a, it was a pretty embarrassing Kanye gimmick. fight. It was a pretty embarrassing fight. I watched it entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, he was trying not to get choked out, and then when he was trying not to get choked out, he was getting punched in the head, and then when he tried to stop getting yeah, punched in the head, he got choked out again, and then he tried to... He realized he couldn't do both at the same time. So instead of tuck your chin and then keep your arms up. So instead, so instead of like <laughs> tapping out via pain, he just kind of tapped out because he knew like he was gonna die. Yeah, he was. It was just over for him. So he, it was like an embarrassing tap out because he defeated him. He, he got defeated, just monumentally but, kicked in the dick. It's, it's you know, I felt I, for that moment I could see when they showed the slow motion of him tapping, I could see the <laughs> disappointment in his face, and that's really when I felt sorry for him. I wouldn't feel sorry for him, but then I didn't really feel sorry. Yeah, because he jumped there. into that thinking, oh yeah, I'm gonna get all this training, I'm gonna do this. I'm he do has that. no prior experience in terms of amateur wrestling or sort of MMA or nope. anything like that. He's he really been just pro sort of wrestling all his life. So you know, at least he at least he did it. Is what he can say. At least we tried. I mean, he trained with the Gracies, but that doesn't mean much, nigga. You could train with, like, the best fucking martial arts master in the world. If you don't have that instinct to fight, and mm-hmm. if you don't have that, in- like, if you don't have, um, if you're not a smart fighter, you will get fucked up. Well, yeah. 
I think he was just he was just completely outclassed. And that and he like the age that he's at, like you can't just jump into MMA like that. That's very true. You should just go back to wrestling, right? I know, right? And then he's he's gonna end up on Ring of Honor. Something along those lines. He's gonna end up on some promotion that's just gonna throw the belt on him real quick. He's gonna end up on TNA. He's gonna be champion nah, for like a year. Nah, he cares about himself too much to end yeah, up on I know. TNA. Um, but you know, I feel like I wouldn't hold our breath. I wouldn't hold the breath for the WWE thing. Mm-hmm. I think literally it might be a case kind of like Bret Hart, who got inducted into the Hall of Fame before he ever actually returned to the WWE. Mm-hmm. I think um, it's very slow for him in terms of just like ever returning to professional wrestling because I think Paul Levesque doesn't give a fuck about him. No, I think Paul. I think Triple H does in a sense care, but I think he hates Triple H so much. He has so much hate in his veins. CM Punk has so much like that's why he blocks so quickly. That's why he says all the things he says. He has so much hate stored up for people, and he holds grudges, and he's, you know, he shouldn't hold grudges. But, you know, sometimes he feels wrong or something along those lines. But, you know, it is what it is. I wouldn't sort of, I'm not anticipating him coming back even within, like, the next five years. But even after five years, it's pretty much over for him. Like, don't start wrestling again. Um, Hi, Gareth, talking your baby. You want to talk about Raw, SmackDown, or NXT first? Uh, we could talk about Raw. SmackDown and subsequently Backlash, and then we could also talk about the Cruiserweight Classic and then NXT. Cause all, right. That, all right, so that way it's kind of stacked. Let's get let's all get right, through so, Raw a bit because so Kevin Owens is fucking lit, and y'all niggas gonna respect Kevin Owens. How do you feel about fuck the, your bitch? How do you feel about the Triple H thing in terms of Triple H just showing up and pedigreeing Seth Rollins and what they're trying to? What do you feel like they're trying to do with this? Because well, that's sort of business, a mystery. Nigga. That's sort of a mystery. Nigga, you can like. Honestly, the angle they're going to play is, Seth, you had your time in the sun. Mm-hmm. Seth, you had your time to put to put yourself up there. And what would you do? You hurt other wrestlers. You you abused every like you abused every opportunity we gave you mm-hmm. only to fuck up more. Right. So it's oh, it's quiet for you. And then Roman Reigns, we don't really give a fuck about nah, you. Nah, it's not really. It's slow for him. They're going to throw him down at the mid card. Nah, I don't think so. I feel like they're still going to utilize him in sort of a main event capacity. I think even utilizing him like, in a main event capacity. Because he sells shirts to, like, women and eight-year-olds? Yeah. I think they'll still use him. Just <clears> because, <throat> And even they're using him with Rusev, in a sense. Even though he's, you know, fighting for the mid-card title, it's still elevating Rusev, in a sense, in a bit. Because yeah, because he's a main, main event player. Yeah. it's in, it's in, it's in, It grabs a lot of attention from a lot of people. So I mm-hmm, think, you know, mm-hmm. Clash of Champions is just coming up in a few weeks. Um, we'll see how that goes. But I think with the Triple H thing, in terms of just Triple H pedigreeing Seth Rollins and sort of getting him out the paint, uh, it, it's obvi- it's leading potentially to a WrestleMania match. Mm-hmm. I will sur- be surprised to see how far it goes. I'm surprised that they haven't really, uh, they've addressed it in terms of, like, why did he do it instead of actually going to the source, um, which seems kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. Everyone's sort of asking questions but not getting answers. And they're thinking, oh, Stephanie had something to do with it, which she probably will, and probably just kick McFoley into junk um, and, eventually. And pedigree him? Yeah, something along those lines. Oh, it's a thumbtacks. <laughs> so it's a, it's an interesting storyline. Um, what else is happening? The women are out here. It's going to be Sasha Banks versus Charlotte again. Um, interesting. I mean, I, they've they've never really had a bad match with one of a, which uh, with each other. They sort of work very well with each other. I'm interested how ba- I like how they're cooling the Jets on Bailey a bit now because I thought Bailey was going to Bailey was going to peak early and then just sort of um, nah yeah I think well if you give him the title shot too early like for instance Paige 
Paige oh, is yeah. out here. Paige got the title. But she was young. I know, but she she peaked early. And that's the you know what the so fuck now thing it's up, you know what the fuck another fucking thing about the divas division is women's division nigga superstars. Oh, the women's division They're is superstars. Superstars. We don't superstars. do. Oh damn. We're taking this whole gender identity thing to another level, huh? Yes, nigga. They're but not any- divas. They're superstars. All right, cool, 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 cool. So the 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 superstars or whatever, there's not enough of them. So they just throw, like literally, there'll be like three month periods where one lady will hold the belt, and then just ha- pass just it off fight, to another. Fight one pass lady it off for four to, months and shit. Yeah, pat like like literally a feud will be between two people instead of like legitimizing a title reign mm-hmm. by having them take on all comers. Right, I agree. I completely agree. Yeah, and that's kind of annoying, and that's why so many people like come into the business. They're there for two months. They build up enough heat, and they'd be like, "Oh, it'll be a good idea to throw the belt on this girl, right?" Yeah, and that think, drives me nuts. I think with Paige, in terms of just that's like, one thing that drove me nuts she about peaked the women's early, division. So, like anything that she does now doesn't seem as good as where she was at early. So it's a sense of like now it's sort of devaluing her because she was given the title off the rip. She hasn't got the title in a few years. She's having all these troubles now. Now mm-hmm. it's looking really, really yeah, slow for it's, her. It's looking like, uh, but she hasn't. She hasn't quit. <laughs> fucking tattoo of his name she hasn't She's quit bugging. or anything like that but you know I expect her back on you know what? Monday nights you know what that's dick down goals if I dick you down to to the point where you got my name tatted on you goals I, I've won hashtag dick down I've goals won. hashtag um, dick down goals let's see what else is going on Monday nights um we've got the tag team tag team division is kind of weak now it's just the new they day. split so many people up. It's not even that. It's just like they're they're still there. I but really it's not thought very, it's like the titles need to be off New Day by now. Like yeah. they should have been off New Day at SummerSlam. It's going on. Listen, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows just going to hold these belts and make them serious again. I don't even know if they'll do that. They've lost a lot. I mean, they're winning now, but it's I don't know. It's just it's fucking weird. Um, let's see. Who else? They got Enzo and Cass out here still doing their thing with the Scanman Puerto Ricans. Epico and Primo. Uh, I know, right? Let's see. I'm trying to see. Got Raw out here. How do you feel about the non team? I feel like I haven't had to complain about Michael Cole for a very long time. Yeah. Which is amazing. But it's Michael Cole opposites Cor- opposite Corey Graves and who else? Byron? Byron Saxon. All right. Cornball so, yeah. brother of the year. Yeah, Don Lemon Jr. <laughs> That's what I call him. Um, you got that fucking peanut head too. Well, there's not a lot, it's not a lot to write home about on Raw. Raw is pretty hit or miss. Yeah, and it's like you know what? The belts are on like the sort of right people. I think the tag team championships should have been moved from New Day for a long time. How do you feel about the Cesaro Sheamus best of seven series? Pointless because there's no gold on the line. There's no. If gold. the U.S. title was on the line, mm-hmm. where it, whereas it was like a tribute to like you know those Booker T Benoit matches. Or, mm-hmm. Or um, who else had another best of seven series for the U.S. title? Um, nah, it was just really just Booker T and Benoit. There was there was did a best of five. There's a they did it twice. They did one in WCW, which and was then for the one TV in WWE, title. right? One for one in WWE, yeah. There was a best of five with Cena yeah. and Booker T. See, if you really if you Cena, Cena and Booker T. See, that's 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 interesting. That's an interesting stipulation for well, a belt. We had Booker T do best of things. All right, well, I know, right? Is that his thing? I don't know. Best of five times. Five, five times. Time. Mm. Mm. All that. Um, the Spinneroony and the Suffering Succotash. Let's see. They got, it looks like, what we're really waiting for, I guess, is the Cruiserweights are coming to Raw. Oh, yeah. Um. So it looks like from this, from Wikipedia, which TJ is not re- a Perkins real calling. source, 
I know TJ Perkins, TJ Perkins, Tozawa coming to Raw, the Dab Don Dada, possibly the Brian Kendrick. No, no, no. Grand Metallic. Grand Metallic would make a great cruiserweight. Anything. Jack that, Gallagher. Jack Gallagher is entertaining, but I feel like if we just have Jack Saber Jr., we don't have to take Jack Gallagher. <laughs> Zack Saber Jr. didn't sign. That bitch. Um. Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling. Oh, dude, I love Johnny Gargano. That nigga's nice. Noam Dar. He's pretty good, too. He Rich got... Swan. The God. Um, They have Sin Cara listed here, but I think that's a typo. Sin Caca? <laughs> um, Yo, when they when they put him on Raw and Tommaso they... Ciampa, too. Well, if Gargano's got to go up... Tommaso like- Ciampa is like... Every time I see... Uh, I don't know. Let's not talk about this right now. Well, every time you see Cru- his name? No, every time I see him, he looks like he wants to turn on Johnny Gargano. <laughs> he looks like he wants to elbow this nigga right through a screen. Like, he just... Right. That's crazy. Um, But there's not a, lot, not a lot to write home about on Raw. The main storylines are there. The champions are sort of there. They're building for things, though. But, the, you know, that SmackDown brand. Oof. Yeah, it's been looking pretty good. It's been it's been very amazing. Like it's, it's been looking, it, let's go over to SmackDown right now. All right, so so post backlash, post backlash, we out here. We got we got which has a eight, shitty roster, so I don't know how they're doing so well. They're doing well because they're mo- they're they're gonna start moving certain things around. Yeah. Trust me, they've already started. They had Jack Swagger show up on SmackDown. I don't know what that's supposed to do for business, but you know he's there. Um, <laughs> let's see. Let's look at like the top. So <clears throat> they've got Cena. Mm-hmm. They've got Randy Orton. They got AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. They've got newly, uh, newly christened main eventer The Miz, who's been killing. <laughs> nah, it. not until he drops the belt. I I, I'm not gonna jump and He's say. He's a main eventer in my heart. You're, my Miz fandom is crazy. You a bitch. Um, um, let's see who else they got. That's really it in terms of main eventers. Everything. D- Dean Ambrose. I forgot and about. Dolph, Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler, sort of. Dolph Ziggler. Uh, yeah. Put on an amazing match with The Miz, actually. Actually, yeah, I they, think so. They both carried they both carried that match so perfectly. You know what was great about Backlash? Everything got time because there was only like six matches on the show, so everything got like at least fifteen to twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, the Divas match, which was a six pack challenge for the Divas Championship, and Becky Lynch won, went on the right person, in my opinion. Um, and now Alexa Bliss is the number one contender for the championship. That's crazy, right? Um, who's also good? Who's also great? Um, we had Heath Slater and Rhino win the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. Yeah, which is which is uh which is cool against the evil Usos. Yes, evil Usos, hype hype beast Usos, yeah, Death Row Usos, Death Row Usos. Um, come out with Shook Knight as a manager. Yes, nigga, I've been trying to pitch that just like Death Row Usos. Like y'all gonna y'all love us no more? Y'all love the Usos, huh? Oh. Yeah, cause <laughs> um, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton's program. Just like went to hell. Nah, it didn't go to hell. They brought Kane out and he dragged that <laughs> shit right to hell, nigga. Yo, how can you book a man and make him seem so fearsome and scary and then have him lose over and over? And like, over here's how you book at WWE. And over. You have him. You have Bray Wyatt win against Kane, but if you want that bit of heat from Randy Orton, you have him come out and after Ray, Ray, Bray Wyatt has fought this tremendously hard fought match against Kane, you have him take a motherfucking RKO. I bet Kane showed up like I'm winning. Holy shit, it's crazy. I haven't even uh, been on TV. Crazy. Like it's crazy. That's I, crazy. I was. I'm not even on what? TV next week. What nah, niggas was like, yo, you gotta come down and do your job, nigga. <laughs> you got your tights in your bag. 
course, nigga. The flames on the side, yes, nigga. Of <laughs> course, Vince. Of course. Um, let's see what else they got here. The Mrs. Feud with Daniel Bryan is looking good. It's like an anti Stone Cold, um, Vince McMahon sort of thing, where it's just like now the face authority figure and the heel, like Miz is trying to negotiate his contract. So will he? Will he go to Raw? Who knows? Will he? You know, he says he will not do anything until his contract's renegotiated. He's doing the best his best work of his life right now. Mm-hmm. So shout out to the Miz. Um, he's Slater and Rhino. They picked up a, a a win on SmackDown over Dissension, which is like tag team champions never win in non title matches. That's just like the rules of the game in WWE. Nah, son, you gotta build like these are new belts, yeah. my nigga. You gotta build your belts, my nigga. It's gotta be something worth fighting for. And now we have Dean Ambrose, AJ Styles, and John Cena in the main event of No Very Mercy. Interesting. That, Very interesting. That that whole promo cut was perfect. John John came out shooting, my nigga. All AJ just shit. sat there and watched like them go at it. It was incredible. So I'm looking forward to No Mercy. Um, let's see what else we got. Let's get to the Cruiserweight Classic, because the Cruiserweight Classic. How do you feel about T.J. Perkins winning? Um. He was very fun to watch. I, I, thought I picked they w- him to win. I thought they were going to give the belt. I really, really, thought- really in my head thought mm-hmm. they were going to. Hold on. Pull down the, the chart. Sure. So let me show you who I thought was going to fucking win, right? No, no, no. Pull down the fucking, the, 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 the fucking bracketology. Sure. <laughs> All right, cool. So I thought this nigga right here, Kota Ibushi, was going to win, my nigga. Sure. And I was like, I yeah. I think a lot of people put Kota to win. Yeah, I was like, yeah, they're going to put the belt on that foreigner because this nigga's wicked. But it turns out that he didn't sign either. I know, and that's the wild shit that he got me He didn't sign tight. either. So everyone who didn't sign pretty much got eliminated in the fucking quarterfinals. And mm-hmm. it was b- between the two people who signed, which I think is, you know, it's a smart idea because I assume they're setting up for the rematch at Clash of Champions. Mm-hmm. Um, since the the winner now not only get the Cruiserweight Classic trophy, but became the Cruiserweight champion, champion. Which is an ugly fucking belt. Listen, the future belt is not the Purple Rain. The purple Rain. Purple, purple Rain. Purple Rain, rain belt. I can hear the Perkins calling. <laughs> I can hear the Perkins calling. Oh, my God. Um... Let's see, but it was a great tournament, man. Man, Jax. favorite match probably have to be the 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 Kota Ibushi Cedric Alexander match. I also really like the Gargano and. Now I'm Tommaso not gonna Ciampa lie match. to you, Brian Kendrick, amazing. Brian Kendrick, his his performance. His, yeah, his performance, his like performance, his old nigga gimmick. It's not even old nigga I'm gimmick. Washed. Do I still have it in me? Uh, bully choke, bully choke. <laughs> you know I'm a sucker for for moves that go into submissions. Nigga. <laughs> nigga, the Koji clutch, the bully choke, them shits is cool. That's hilarious. Um, let's see. Who nah, else but it? it's like there was so many styles too. Mm-hmm. Like Brian Kendrick brought you that dirty, like fighting dirty style, fighting dirty old school cruiserweight style. It was like one of the last cruiserweights. Him and Tajiri were in the tournament. It's like the last cruiserweights of sort of the old style. Mm-hmm. So you know, it is what it is. Rich Rich Swan will be on Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, T.J. Perkins, Grand Metalik, mm-hmm. um, Akira Tozawa. Did Gulick sign? Gulick. Um, I don't think so. Oh, that bitch. Um, because he could be a great heel, my nigga. But what what do you think they should do next? Should they do a, a women's tournament? Should they do a tag team tournament of just like tag teams all around the world? Should they do a women's one where they pick women all around the world, introduce us to some new chicks? Um, sorry, women. And women sound too. Chauvinistic? Yes. Cisgendered male pig. Oh my god. Um, should they do that? Who knows? Let's mm, let's I see. Know. 
I don't think they should do another Cruiserweight Classic anytime soon. I think we got to establish a whole bunch of new Cruiserweights. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it is what it is. I think they'll wait another year or maybe two years. Yeah, something along those lines. Um, wait till we're sick of all the Cruiserweights we have now. You know what? I don't want to talk about NXT because I didn't watch NXT yesterday. Really? And I think we're going to get... We're, they're, they're, the only thing I'd say about NXT is that the next TakeOver special is Toronto, which is in November, which is Survivor six, Series six, weekend. Six, six. Yeah, so... Maybe around then we'll discuss it. You know, I think maybe we'll try discussing wrestling a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit more in the podcast. A little bit more because now I have the free time to like sure to watch, watch it and analyze it and just like you yeah know, all this other cool shit. So, um, this is Two Bells Podcast Episode Eight, jam packed both rap and wrestling. Um, let's see. No relation. No relation. Um. <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh my god. I don't write for them, nigga. You do. <laughs> <laughs> no relation. No relation. Um let's see what else. Do I have anything else going on? Nope. Oh, you got any articles you can Nope. Oh, okay. Not even right I, now. Maybe I, some soon. Nah, you lying. But uh, all right. Um I seen you Google Drive, nigga. Let's see. Have you? Yeah. Damn. Um all right, let's see, let's see, let's see. Is there anything else? I don't know. We'll be back. All right. We'll be back next week. This has been episode 80 of the podcast. Oh, worry. This has been episode 80. Um, suck my dick, swag, swag. Shout out to us. We're 20 episodes away from 100. Boom, 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 boom. Yo, I'm starting to think we should do something for 100, but then I we're don't We're going to get a big-ass cake shaped like 100, and we're just going to have some stripper pop out. I think so. I don't know. Nah, we're not going to do that. We'll see. I don't we'll got money out. like that. I'm we'll broke, boy. Out. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. Episode yeah. 80. Two Bells Podcast. Bang, bang. <laughs>